And this is Tame Your Talent, the podcast. I'm Brad Jay, your host of Tame Your Talent, coming to you all the way from the Olympic Games in Beijing, China. That's where I'm currently at. And I'm going to be here till about February 20th, uh, announcing all snowboarding for television. So if you want to tune in and uh, listen to me call snowboarding for the Olympic Games, your best way to do that, if you are in the U.S., you can uh, download the NBC Sports app. You can get it right there. Or if you're in other countries, if you're in the UK, uh, stuff like that, well, you'll just be able to get it as regular because uh, our broadcast will be in 171 different countries, uh, English-speaking countries. So that's where I'm fed. Now, the NBC crew, uh, which are not here in Beijing, which are staying in Connecticut, they'll be doing their show from Connecticut. So I'm out here in Beijing doing all the stuff right there. NBC Sports app, get that. If you like snowboarding, check their schedule and you'll be able to uh, check out your buddy Brad J uh, do things right there. Don't forget, I got a radio show. Even though I'm in Beijing, I'm keeping going, man. I'm broadcasting my show uh, from Beijing, China, and you can tune into that online, ktyd.com. Six hours of classic rock, man. Doesn't get better than that. Mandatory Zeppelin, all kinds of cool stuff like that. Tune on in, ktyd.com. That's ktyd.com. Now, if you're in Santa Barbara, California, or Ventura, California, you can get that on your FM dial at 99.9. All right. So some crazy stuff here. Let me give you my Olympic update so far. Day number one here in uh, Beijing, China. And we are in a what they call a closed loop circle. And what is that, you may ask? Okay. Well, here's the deal. All of us commentators that are doing all the TV announcing are staying at one hotel. We are tested uh, for uh, COVID every single day. And we have to be negative every single day to go to the event. Now, here's the deal. You can't leave the hotel to walk to a store. You can't leave the hotel to go shopping somewhere. Okay. Closed loop means hotel. And then you can go to work. And we work at the, uh, the broadcast compound, which is downtown Beijing. So I, I just take a bus to there which is a private bus, so not public transportation because it is a closed-loop circle. So that's how they keep us uh, out and uh, away from everybody else. So it's crazy, but they've taken the precautions, and I really like what Beijing's all about here, but they're taking the precautions to make sure everybody's safe, including the athletes, by all the COVID testing. Yeah, it makes it a little bit harder to do the job. Had to jump through a lot of hoops to get out here, but there you go. And let me give you a story about someone. I just heard a story about a guy who's staying at the same hotel I'm staying at, right? And this dude thought it would be a bright idea to walk to another hotel and get himself a Starbucks coffee. So let me tell you, if you're that into Starbucks that you're going to go and take that kind of chance, be careful, okay? Because this dude left the hotel, went to a Starbucks, which is no more than three blocks away, got his coffee, walked out after getting his coffee, and then was arrested on the spot for uh, leaving the closed circle. And then what they do is put him back to his hotel room, make him sit and test negative for like a week straight before they'll let him go to work. So I've, I learned my lesson before I even got here not to do something like that. So there you go. So closed loop circle means that. And the coolest thing is that I've found is here at uh, the International Broadcast Compound where I'm working out of, they have a bar, right? And the bar is a robotic bartender. So not a human being, just a robot that pours the drinks for you. 
And I'm going to film it, and I'm going to post that up to my YouTube page as soon as I can. That's also Tame Your Talent, too, on YouTube. So I'm going to get that going as well. But how crazy is that? And then you see these little uh, these machines that are disinfectant machines, and they're on wheels. And they roll all around in the hotel, spraying disinfectant everywhere. And they're at the venues. They're in the airports. And the craziest thing about flying out here, so I flew from L.A. to Tokyo to basically an empty airport in Tokyo. Like, nobody there. Here's the most bustling airport you can ever see. And there's nobody there. It's eerie. And then we flew from, uh, from Tokyo to Beijing after that. And you get to the Beijing airport, and there's nobody there either. So two massively busy airports with not anyone there. It is so weird just to be out there and see it. It's crazy. But that's what... That's what the whole thing is about. And they test this every day. And they, they don't do the nose swabs now. You know what they're doing? Well, they do some of the nose swabs, but now they're doing throat swabs. So they take that swab and they put it down your throat until you almost throw chunks. <laughs> and then they pull it out. And they do it again. Oh, my gosh. And I got to do this every single day. I'm going to be tested like this. And I'm going to choke every single day when they do this. But you know what? It's part of it. Uh when you do what I do as a professional announcer traveling the world for the last 20 some odd years doing events, you, you got to just deal with what you get. And uh, what we're dealing with right now is the COVID era. And so I just have to, if I want to continue to work, I got to do the things that they make me do, jump through these hoops and whatnot just to remain working. And that's the whole thing. That's the craziest thing about it. And then seeing the story about the guy who, or talking to people about the guy who went to the Starbucks and got arrested. Like, you don't want to mess around. Like, even my boss told me when I first got here, he goes, look, Brad, you're a day late because of a whole COVID testing issue that I had. So you already have a yellow card. And if you know what a yellow card is in soccer, it's a warning, right? So my boss has already given me a warning, right? And he gave me a warning in Tokyo too. So I'm not starting off good, all right? Because apparently I didn't read the correct paperwork before I left. And I was scheduled to leave and I'd done my COVID test and I thought I was all set and ready to go. And then it turned out that I didn't go to approved, a Chinese approved COVID testing lab in the States. So I had to change my flights, go back to LA and take another test. So I've taken like four tests just before to even get out here. So they're doing the right thing. You know what? I'm all about being able to represent and do snowboarding, and I'm honored. Like, this is my seventh Olympic Games, and no, none of them has been this hard to get together and make it happen. So it's been crazy to be here and to be part of it, and then all of a sudden, like, you have to deal with all the other stuff that goes along with it. It's not that easy, but you got to follow the protocol. You don't want to get in trouble, especially in a different country. You want to do a good job. And then when all's over, people are patting you on the back and said, you did an amazing job. You go home, live it up, have a good time. All right? No mistakes. But right now I'm in non-mistake mode and don't make my boss unhappy because I've already got a yellow card. So I've already been warned and I really haven't done anything wrong, but that's just the way it is. So opening, ceremony, uh, so opening ceremonies is coming up and it's going to be the first thing to go on Friday. And then... I get the word from my boss that uh, I am going to be on standby. So here's how that works. So there's announcers that will be at the Bird Nest Stadium, and that's the same place they had opening ceremonies in 2008 here in Beijing. So these two announcers will basically do the whole announcing for the whole show, right? 
And then you have standbys in case a mic drops out or something happens where those two commentators can't go. Then there's two commentators that are at the IBC, which is an international broadcast compound where I'm going to be on call waiting to fill in. Now, nine out of 10 times that doesn't happen, but you got to be on call. So I'm on call Friday night, which would probably be what Sunday morning or something like that for uh, a time over there in the U S. So there you go on that. So, Going to be kind of crazy, going to be on call, and then I'm going to start my work. And I start, I do slope style first, and then we go into snowboard cross. I'm doing ski cross as well. I'm doing so many different events. I'm doing half pipe. Not going to do the qualifiers, but I'll do the finals. But I'm doing big air too as well. So I'm out here for a good portion. Don't come back till the 20th. So I'm going to be out here working my tail off and uh, looking forward to it out here being part of it. But yeah, the testing situation was tough trying to get out of the States. And a lot of people have not been able to make flights. And so they have to do the scheduling crazy. So it gets a little tedious when it comes down to it on just making sure you have the right commentators in the right spot. So I know that I'm doing snowboarding and I'm doing pretty much all snowboarding out here. So excited for that. I used to do the live events for the Olympic Games. Uh, Pyeongchang in Korea was the last time I did the, the Olympic Games, the live event. That means you're at the event being the live announcer along with someone who speaks the language of that country. So out here, if I was doing a live event, I would be English speaking at the venue, and then there would be someone who speaks Mandarin who is at the venue too as well. So I would talk in English, and then they would talk in Mandarin. It goes back and forth the whole time. So that's the old way to do it now when I was doing the live event. Now, here's the deal. <clears throat> I love the live event because when you're at the live event, you can actually go ride. You can ride your snowboard before work, after work, you have credentials. You get to just really have a good time. But when you step, the only problem with that is, is accommodations aren't as nice. Travel to and from the venue usually are not as nice as well. Uh, airline travel is not as nice as well. So things are a little tougher. Your days are a little longer. All right. So it's a little tougher doing the live stuff for sure. Because I've been doing it for over 20 years. But I made the change in Tokyo of... July and August for the Olympics out there to uh, work strictly with OBS for all the Olympics from here on out. So that's my new job doing TV for the Olympics and uh, snowboarding is where it's going to be in the wintertime. And then when uh, things kick off in the summertime, so when we do Paris 2024, I should be back announcing surfing, uh, some BMX and uh, probably some kayaking too. So that's kind of how it breaks down uh, when you, you, you commit to doing the live event or you commit to doing the TV show. And people always ask me, Brad, <clears throat> what do you like better, man? Do you like the live event? Do you like the TV event? Both have their advantages. I mean, the live event, one thing about the live event is you feed off the crowd immediately. So if you tell the crowd to make some noise, they start making some noise, you really feel like you're just in the moment there. And then your, your pay is not as good as a TV pay. But so when you do the TV side of things, you're in a studio. You're looking off monitors. You're calling everything off monitors and stuff like that. So you're not live at the venue. You're live calling it, but you're just calling it from a studio. So that's the tough, tough part. Love being at the venue. That part's tough. But the changeover is, or the trade-off is, you make more money, man. So, and what do I want to do? Do I want to make more money or make less money? It's not all about the money, but I love doing the TV part because when you do the TV stuff, that show, that whatever that final is that you've done, ends up going to YouTube. And being on there forever. So you can go back and watch the stuff and listen to yourself announce for years to come 
the way it breaks down like that. All right, and that's going to do it. First day in Beijing, broadcasting Tame Your Talent. I'm going to be doing uh, my podcast from here for the next two weeks. So if you want the breakdown, you want the update, I'm going to give it to you just by listening to the podcast. Also, check me out on social media at Brad, J-A-Y-M-C, at Brad, J-A-Y-M-C on all of social. Don't forget, you can also rock out to my show, 7 to midnight, Monday through Friday on the west coast of Cali, uh, Classic Rock. It's at ktyd.com. That's ktyd.com. Or if you're in Santa Barbara, Ventura, tune in, man. Uh, 99.9 on your FM dial. That's going to do it. Tame your talent. I'm Brad J. Thanks for tuning in from Beijing, China. See you.